Welcome to the prolific teaching ministry of Pastor Emmanuel Iren, lead pastor of Celebration Church International. It is his vision to partner with you for your progress and joy in the faith. Ready, set, grow. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, sit. Let me try to preach. Thank you, Jesus. So I just want your heart to be open to receive. Hallelujah. All right. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. Do you know where Zechariah is? <laughs> Someone says, yes, I know. It's in between Genesis and Revelations. You are not wrong. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. I want you to read it as loud as you can. One, two, go. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Read it again, one, two, go. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Say, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Say it again. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. God did not give you his spirit for nothing. He didn't give you his spirit for nothing. The spirit of God in your life must count for much more than goosebumps. He gave you his spirit because the divine assignment that you have cannot be accomplished in the flesh. It cannot be accomplished in the flesh. I know that you're intelligent. I know you have some natural advantages. But then this is the word of the Lord to you, to Zerubbabel, to Adiola, to Kingsley, to Sophia, to whatever your name is, to Kemi, to Busola, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. This is a challenge for you to do something extraordinary. There must be something extraordinary in your life. When we examine your life, we must see the fingerprints, evidence of the divine. We must see that the power of Jesus has touched your life. Do something extraordinary. This is the word of the Lord to you. Concerning that vision, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. And so this impartation will bring two things in particular. Especially but not limited to these two things. Number one, it's going to be an impartation for bravery in your divine assignment. Listen to me. Bravery has more to do than just your personal temperament and just your emotional fortitude. The Bible says as they prayed in Acts chapter 4, the place where they were was filled with the Spirit. They were filled with the Spirit. The place where they were shook and they were filled with boldness, with the Spirit and with boldness. Boldness comes with the impartation of the Spirit, the infilling of the Spirit. Boldness. Not because you read some, some motivational book, but because of the Spirit. 
If you have a vision that is bigger than you, this is for you. I'm telling you with something I know about. You might be timid, but there is something called the zeal of the Lord. <laughs> it's like fire shot up in your bones and you cannot stay. It's called the zeal of the Lord. <laughs> oh, pastor, I have this big vision. I don't know how to go about it. Try the zeal of the Lord. <laughs> you think you are shy? Let the zeal of the Lord consume you. There is an energy that makes Peter, who wouldn't admit that he knows Jesus, to a simple, small teenage girl, stand before thousands of people, unashamedly declaring the word of the Lord. There is something about the Holy Spirit that makes you bold in the will of God for your life, in your divine assignments. You're going to see it today. Do we... You will just wake up tomorrow and all the fear is gone. The fear, you, you just know you can do it. You just know you can move on. You just know that God is with you. There is a confidence that comes not by experience but by the Spirit. You, you just know. I When this impartation comes on you, Listen, let me tell you the context of what we were reading in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6. The man of God, Zerubbabel, was charged with a very heavy task. He had the duty to do something that had not been done in 70 years. He was to rebuild the temple of Solomon. A temple that had been destroyed by Babylon and had remained in shambles for 70 years. What do you do when you have such an audacious task? Do you know what the temple of Solomon was? Have you ever checked how expensive it was? Listen, the gold alone used to build that temple cost 200 and 200 billion dollars in today's money. The gold alone. And if you check the records, you, you realize the silver was much more, the bronze was much more. The gold alone in today's money, 200 billion dollars try to convert it to Naira. Your calculator can't carry it. Your calculator will show E. You know, I've, I've <laughs> praise the Lord. Now, how do you do that? That's Zerubbabel. How do you continue what Solomon did and was destroyed? You know, the money alone can get you overwhelmed. Maybe there, there's some of you here. I'm not saying maybe. I know there are some of you here. You have a vision from God. I'm not talking about selfish ambition, you know, but a dream that God has put in your heart. You know it's the Lord. And you're just looking at the budget. This is the word of the Lord to you. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. You know, this generation is it's very interesting. There's a way people who have strong prophetic gifts are expected to dress and to talk and to look. The prophetic accuracy in this ministry is strange. Strange. Do you believe the word of the Lord to me this morning? Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit one of the secrets of this ministry. You see, you see, 
have a different engine. If God said it, I know they fear. I, 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 it is when people say, how, how are you doing it? You know, that's when I realize that O is a big thing. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. It's a different engine. My own heart is powered by divine ability. Yeah, I don't, I don't quiver. Budgets don't scare me. <laughs> if God said it, we are there. Not we are going, we are there. Lift your hands if you believe. Say, not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord. Say it again, not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord. You see, sometimes we don't realize how how simple visions carry a very important role that for the incarnation to be possible Jesus has to come through the womb of a woman he, he won't, God won't throw him from heaven are you listening to me so a woman's contribution is just to be the incubator for the vision of someone else As great as this ministry is, just imagine I grew up in an abusive home. Or my parents made it difficult. Or my mom did not believe. What would I have turned out to be? I don't know if you get what I'm saying. So when you have a vision like a school, let me tell you this. You have a greater Opportunity to train children than their parents. It's unfortunate, but it's true. Many children, their character formation happens more in school than at home. And so for what God wants to do in this generation, you guys have a very important role. A very important role. And then, of course, the sick will be healed. The doctor said, you can't have children again. And not by power, nor by might. <laughs> but by my spirit, says the Lord. You get to a point where it doesn't matter the limitations that the doctor says you have. You believe the report of God. Do you believe the report of Jesus? Hallelujah. This God is wonderful. So you must learn to expect the Holy Ghost to move in a practical way in your life. Did you hear what I said? You must learn to expect it. Listen, indifferent people cannot see the consistent flow of God. If you are indifferent, oh yeah, I believe in the power of God, but well, if it happens, fine. If it doesn't happen, mm -mm, mm -mm. you must expect it. Hallelujah. Listen, there is no Christianity without power. Do you know what Christianity is? It's predicated on the testimony of the resurrection of a man who was dead three days. I mean, that's the epicenter of our faith. That a man who was dead three days and three nights rose again. That's miraculous. You can't follow such a man and not see miracles in your life. 
expect it. Keep on worrying with the word of God. See that work in your life. You see, in Matthew chapter 10, the Bible says that Jesus called his disciples. This is as practical as it gets. He called his disciples and he gave them power over unclean spirits. You know the same way some silly people go to magicians or herbalists and they give you something? Jesus gave his disciples something. Power over unclean spirits. And listen, so they were not trying. They were demonstrating. He says, heal the sick. Raise the dead. Freely you have received. Freely give. That's not, listen, there is the mentality of a miracle worker. There's a mentality. You're not trying. He said you have received freely. Give freely. That's the mentality. That's the mentality. And then you see, I know, you see, in Luke's account, Luke chapter 10, the Bible says that the disciples, 70 of them, came back rejoicing and saying, even the demons were subject to us in your name. So he said, go in my name. You've seen me walk the miracles. Go in my name. It will walk just like it does for me. And they did it. They told the demons, come out, and they came out. Just like I'm about to tell some demons to come out. There is a lady here. Belekuria Kapat. Zupetelendo says, sometimes you just don't know where you are anymore. You blank out. I won't ask you to come out now. But in the name above every name, I speak to that devil tormenting you. And I command, out in Jesus' mighty name. Came on the Kapalia. Entongi telekuria kapotes. So they came back. Luke 10, 17. The Bible says, Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And Jesus said, I know. I saw Satan fall like lightning. He saw, and this is why you need to demonstrate the power of God. He saw the tangible influence of the evangelical ministry. In the atmosphere, the spiritual temperature of that place changed. The climate changed. Because some people were doing the work and walking the talk. Hallelujah. Change the climate of your family. Change the climate of your generation. Change the heaven over your roof. Did you hear what I said? Do it by the power of Jesus. Break negative generational patterns. It must end with you. Are you listening to me? This is so important. And now, to think of the fact that all this was happening in the incarnation, Jesus was not yet glorified. Listen, this month, we've been talking about the ministry of the Spirit, but specifically, the ministry of the Spirit in redemption. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name above every name. 
that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. We are talking about the advent of the Spirit predicated on the glorification of the Christ. So there was the move of the Spirit before the redemptive work of Christ. We are talking about the move of the Spirit after. And why is it important? Because it's greater. So even in the incarnation, Jesus gave his disciples power, the right to use his name. But then after he died and rose again, he came and he said, all authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. This is a different authority. He said, go therefore. <laughs> Teach all nations. So what is the difference between using the name of Jesus in the incarnation and using the name of Jesus in the, res in the resurrection? Two differences. Number one, the capacity in the resurrection is greater. Number two, the scope in the resurrection is greater. I talk about capacity. He told his disciples, he says, those who believe in me, the works that I do, they shall do also, and greater works than this shall they do. Why? He says, because I go to my Father, meaning my resurrection will make more power be available for my disciples. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he had power in the incarnation. But now there is greater works. Greater works predicated on his resurrection. Because he was found in likeness as a man. He was obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should and every tongue should confess to the glory of God the Father. God the Father is glorified in the glorification of the Son. Did you hear what I said? So now, see, so when we're talking about the power of the Spirit, we must be current because God has done something greater. And so in John 14, 12, he tells us, those who believe in me, the works that I do, they shall do also. And greater. Come on, say greater. Say greater. Come on, say greater. And then the scope is greater. Let me tell you this. You know, when he was sending the disciples, he said, he is not sent, but to the lordship of the house of Israel. Israel had a lot of privileges. To them, he was given the oracles of God. To them pertains the adoption, the promises, and all those things. When you talk about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that was their biological descendants. Their biological genealogy. They had a lot of privileges. In the giving of the law, God said, I will make you a kingdom of priests above all the nations of the earth, for all the earth is mine. But now in Christ, the scope is wider. The Bible says he has broken the middle wall of partition and made both one. So now we are partakers of the commonwealth of Israel. Say loud, amen. amen. We are the Israel of God. The Israel of God is a spiritual Israel. Those who belong to this nation, belong to this nation by faith in Christ. Faith in the redemption. In fact, we are more Israel than those who are born from them. 
from there if you believe in Jesus. Did you hear what I said? Now that changes everything. The scope is wider. Every one of us can function in this thing. Let me, let me tell you this. I said it on Wednesday. I'm saying it again. In the New Testament, God has made greatness common. You know what the real strength of this ministry is? The real strength of this ministry is, listen, if you see a man of God perform miracles and all of that, that's great. But now we have seven going on eight branches. And everywhere we are having services. I don't need to check the reports. I know miracles are happening. <laughs> it's not for the general overseer alone. PL is preaching on the mainland, miracles will happen. PK in the bottom, miracles will happen. Pastor Mayowa in Abuja, miracles will I know. It's not a, do you understand what I'm saying? He has made greatness come on. And everything they see me do, they can do. That's the new covenant. This sign shall follow they that believe. Not those who have founded the ministry, but they that believe in my name. The same name by which they are saved will be the same name by which they do miracles. In my name, they shall cast out devils, speak with new tongues. Listen, and by the way, uh, it is noteworthy that he said cast out devils before speaking in tongues. I can argue that it means it's simpler, more basic. If you speak in tongues, you ought to cast out devils. Did you hear what I said? Cast out devils. It's not an argument. Not negotiate out. Not beg out. Not appease out. Cast out! The Greek word means to kick out. To banish. Have you seen all those Nollywood movies? The way they banish people from villages? And you know, just follow them out. You do that to Satan. You kick him out of your family. Kick him out of your generation. Cast out devils. Say that's my life. Come on, say that's my life. And so when you're talking about being sponsored by the Spirit, you have to understand what is yours in Christ. Huh? If you have the Holy Spirit, refuse to be ordinary. Don't leave it as the esoteric reserve of the clergy. It's for you. Walk in it. Walk in it. You've done a lot on your own by your power and by your wisdom. Imagine what you would do by the power of the Holy Ghost. Something is about to come on you in this service. You will never remain the same again. Say loud, amen. amen. Come on, say loud, amen. amen. And so in 1 Corinthians 12... From verse 1, he says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be ignorant. And that just tells you that spiritual gifts doesn't have to be a mystery. It doesn't have to be something that happens accidentally. Happens once in a while. Once in a blue moon. And you're wondering, oh, what just happened? It's something you can master. It's something that can be replicable. <laughs> so I can be knowledgeable when it comes to spiritual gifts. Can you say that? not only can you, you must. He says, I will not have you ignorant. It's not permitted. 
You can't stay ignorant in this wicked world. I tell you all the time, I'm educated. I believe in the power of God because I know there is a spirit realm. And if you don't believe there is a spirit realm, it is people like you that the devil likes. Because he likes to be in the shadows, dealing with you, and then you'll be trying different drugs that will not work. Demons that will manifest in different strange physical ways that will seem like ailments. Lay hands on a lady who had fibroid. A masculine voice came out, was talking. Things are not always as they seem. As I was casting the demon out, the demon said, because of you now, she will have children. She said this in the presence, we were about 20 in the room. Protocol members were there. There are many people, there's nothing wrong with them physically, nothing. Cast out that devil! I went to preach in a university. The devil is wicked. This very beautiful lady, the demon used to make her eat hair from her armpits, from her privates. She will pluck it and eat. I've seen things, I've seen too much. I want to beg you for the sake of your generation. Enforce the power of God. The people who use negative spirituality, they brag about it. How much more you? <laughs> it says, they that know their God shall be strong and shall what? Please do exploits. Run the devil out of town. Concerning spiritual gifts, I will not have you ignorant. Then he begins to mention the spiritual gifts. I just want to run through them because we're talking about sponsored by the Spirit. You have to understand how the Spirit sponsors. The interesting thing is he just lists them and he doesn't define them. Let me tell you something. I know there are a lot of well-meaning books that try to define what word of knowledge is and what the word of wisdom is. Yeah, we just do that by, you know, trying to understand what wisdom means. And so by that, we can extrapolate what word of wisdom ought to mean. But it wasn't defined. And there's a reason for that. I'm coming to that. <laughs> it says there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Differences of ministries, but the same Lord. Diversities of activities, but the same God that walks on the law. And the manifestation of the spirit is given to everyone to profit with all. It says to one is given word of wisdom through the spirit. To another word of knowledge through the same spirit. Another faith by the same spirit. Another gifts of healing by the same spirit. Working of miracles by the same spirit. Another prophecy, descending of spirits. Diverse kinds of tongues. Interpretation of tongues by the same spirit. You know, now, you're like, okay, so what is, what is the difference between prophecy and word of knowledge? What's the difference between word of knowledge and word of wisdom? Can I tell you something? I don't really care. Neither does Paul. What he's trying to emphasize is that you can function in all. 
leave the observers to try to figure out the semantics. <laughs> My own is that I can know things supernaturally. Did you hear what I said? I can know things supernaturally. If you call it prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, that's up to you. And listen, he's just trying to say, there are diverse manifestations, but the same spirit. So sometimes they even, there's an interplay. Sometimes what people call word of knowledge and word of wisdom happen at the same time. So what is wisdom generally? It is the proper application of knowledge, right? Uh -huh. So wisdom will get you or advise you to act on knowledge. So if I say, there is someone here who is going through this, this, that, that's word of knowledge. If I say, this is how to step out of it, the Lord says, go do this, that's word of wisdom. But really, it doesn't matter. What you ought to know is, you've got it. I want you to believe it with your heart. It's important that you believe it, that you can know things supernaturally. You must know. You must know. You must know. You must know. In practical decisions of your life, you must know. There are a lot of deceivers out there. You must know. Are you listening to me? This can affect your life in a powerful way. The Bible says people were praying in one place, you know, and the man named Agabus signified by the Spirit that there was, there was going to be a drought. That's word of knowledge. There's going to be a drought. There is a boat voyage, and the man of God says, I perceive that this boat will capsize, but no life will be lost. Word of knowledge. Are you listening to me? You must learn to see. Sometimes it's a matter of life and death. Don't enter the wrong vehicle. Don't enter the wrong vehicle. I learn to and listen. I'm telling you this so that you become more aware. When the signal is it's inside you, you need to pay attention. When you want to do something and there's a restraint. I'm not talking about general fear. Some people, you have a restraint for everything. That's not what I'm saying. Something you are naturally enthusiastic about, but there's just a pool. Just a pool. You know, this, this guy, he ticks all the boxes, but the Lord is just saying, there's just something. You can't place your hand on it. There's just something. It's just something. Ah, I thank God for the kind of family that I grew up in. You know, one day, my mom, just going about her chores in the house, she just held her stomach, fell on the ground and started crying. Ah, what is the matter? Your daddy, your daddy, your daddy started crying and praying in the spirits. At the exact time, my dad had bought a, you know, a car, and so, um, on a bridge, robbers had intercepted him, pointed a gun at him. At that exact time. This happened long before there was GSM. No GS, nobody could to call. She picked it and started praying. Are you listening to me? Please, 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 please. Use what is yours. 
These things are real. I can tell you stories upon stories. My favorite is word of wisdom. I call it supernatural leadership. The ability to know where to go, what to do, what must be done, when it must be done. Ah, Matongre Sai. How can you be in a fix? You with the Holy Ghost, with word of wisdom. Listen, somehow I always do the right thing. Somehow I know what to do. I know what to pay attention to. I know what to improve. I, I just always know. And that's why sometimes I look like a genius, but I'm a natural person. I, I just know this is, this is where we'll go. This is, this is how we should do this. This is where this branch should be. And it's for everybody. You know, Jesus said in that day, they will bring you before magistrates and judges. He says, do not premeditate what you shall say. He says, because in that hour, he says, the Holy Ghost will give you words. 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 Sometimes, you know, you just know to say something to someone and it changes everything. The last time I was in Abuja, one of the oddly, you know, following me, I, I had a strong nudge. So I told him, kneel. I laid hands on him, blasted in tongues. You know, he had told me there was a job they were about to give him, then they withdrew the offer. So I just laid hands on him, spoke in tongues. Days after, he was just in the kitchen and he had a strong nudge to call someone. As he called the person, the person started screaming. It's, you must be a son of God. You must. This is not a church person. This is someone he met on LinkedIn. Why are you screaming? He said there was an offer. Your name came up, but I was hesitating calling you. And you called. Are you listening to me? This thing is important too. I'm talking about a testimony that someone shared with me yesterday. I'm not talking. Do you understand? It happens all the time. He said, you must be the son of God. He said, this is a sign. Gave him the job. Phone call. That, that's my life. Somehow, I don't know how. I just don't know how. I'm at the right place at the right time. You see, I, I, you see, I might be praying. You know, I just hear separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas. For the work whereunto I have called. I, I just, I, I don't miss God. I, I don't miss God. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom. I, I just know. I just know. Okay, so see, listen. I know this is not a church growth conference. I've discovered word of wisdom. Many pastors don't know this. It's the most important secret of church growth. I've checked it. Most people who have strong apostolic ministries, I've checked that pattern. And they don't even know it is word of... It's just a supernatural... If you, if you tell them, this is what we are doing in our ministry, most of them, they'll just tell you, do this, do this, do this. It comes... It's a supernatural grace. Most of them just always know what to do. I thought it was super intelligence. Until I checked. Most, most, many of them, some of them, eh, just average or above average in their academics. But when it comes to divine assignments... Hey, God. I'm always in awe. There was one of them I was talking to just last month. 
something had been racking my head about, and I functioned in this too, but I just told him, he just said, do this, do this, do this, do this, bam, bam, bam. five minutes, scattered everything. <laughs> if it is church, if it is church, <laughs> if we exchange, you take this one, I take your own, give me time. Are you listening to me? In one year. This church is one year and three months. This one. It's a grace. Korea Kaposite Eleven Korea. And I'm saying it's something you can work in. I'm telling you so that you'll be more conscious. It works in everything. It works in business. It works in family. It works in, you know. Some of you, word of, word of wisdom will save your marriage. You will know when to shut up. The Holy Ghost is just say, shut up, keep quiet. It will save your marriage. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Wisdom. Sometimes, it's just the way I say things. Just the way I say things. One of the top pastors in this country called me. He said, you know what I like about you? The way you craft your words, always on purpose. How did you become like that? Ah, Holy Ghost. It's called word of wisdom. You know, some people, they mean well, but their words always put them in trouble. Have you seen people like that? People have lost jobs because of that. Lost jobs. Lost important deals. But not you. Please stand to your feet. Lift your hands and say with me. Say, I activate every ability I have in God. Seeing eyes. Hearing ears. A descending heart. Word of knowledge. Word of wisdom. Discernment of spirits. Walking of miracles. <laughs> See, I turn water to wine. Walking of miracles. Say five loaves with five five thousand. Walking of miracles. Say my capital is enough. By walking of miracles. Say I function in prophetic gifts. Say I know things. Things beyond knowledge. Things beyond observation. I know things. Say, I know where to go. I know what to do. I know when to talk. I know when to be quiet. Say, I know who to partner with. That's my life. Say, from today, in a greater measure, I activate it. I activate it. I activate it. I activate it. In the name of Jesus. 
Thank you for listening. We are sure that you have been blessed. For inquiries, reach us on our helpline 0809-996-7000. Blessings.